0: This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Wednesday, June the 9th, 2021. It is 445 in the afternoon here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Uh, A lot of thunder, perhaps a big storm on the way. The month of June, the church dedicates the entire month of June to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. As mentioned last week every message in the month of June is going to be dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Specifically, I'll be using the book written by Father John Crusay in the 1670s. He was the spiritual director for St. Margaret Mary, where Jesus appeared to her showing his Sacred Heart. And if memory serves me correct, and I believe it does, I believe it was during adoration where Jesus showed his sacred heart to Saint Margaret Mary which of course ties in directly what I spoke about last week the fact that when we adore Jesus in the blessed sacrament we are in fact adoring his holy and sacred and merciful heart so I'm going to read very quickly the back of the book just in case it's the first time you're hearing this message just so you understand very quickly why I'm reading from this from this book and this if you've heard of the sacred heart apparitions this is the origin. This is where it began. As I mentioned, Jesus did show his sacred heart to various saints before that, such as St. Gertrude the Great. But the sacred heart apparitions that, have, that the world knows, the origin is this devotion right here. So uh, without further ado, let me read from the back of the book just so you understand the importance of this devotion. The devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus was actually commissioned by our Lord Jesus Christ himself through St. Margaret Mary. And as the author neared completion of it, the saint told him that our Lord said it was so completely in accord with his wishes that it would never be necessary to make any change in it. Later she revealed to say, to Father Crusay that it was our Lord himself who had inspired him with the ideas in this book and that it was so pleasing to him that none other but himself could have arranged everything so much to his wishes. The reason I want to take that moment and read that is so you understand that Jesus Himself has given this book his stamp of approval. Everything in the book he's saying is in so, so in accord with his wishes that nothing needed to be changed. So the other night when I was beginning to prepare for this message, I really I try I try my best to be open to the grace that Jesus gives me to, to speak about what he wants me to speak about. To the best of my ability, I I do that. So I immediately open the book, and I open to page 75. Now, I spend a lot of time on the promises of the Sacred Heart because I love the promises of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. If you're looking for something good in your life, go to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. As mentioned last week, Jesus said you receive all kinds of blessings from the Sacred Heart of Jesus. That includes just whatever you think, whatever's important to you, body, mind, health, soul, whatever. Point is, you're not going to be disappointed. The sacred heart knows what you need, knows what you want. And he's going to exceed your expectations. The sacred heart of Jesus always exceeds expectations. So as I turn to the book the other night, I I, read, I see page 75 and the words, this is the name of the chapter, I guess you'd say, or the, pardon me, the section within the chapter, it reads the extreme ingratitude of man towards Jesus Christ. And I thought to myself, I have just read something similar to this in the Diary of Divine Mercy. Let me, let me read to you what is written in this book that Jesus has given his stamp of approval to. It reads as Father John Crusade writes, Incredible as may appear, the love which the Son of God shows us in the adorable sacrament of the Eucharist, there is something which is still more astonishing. It is the ingratitude which men show in return for this love. It is astonishing that Jesus Christ should be willing to love men. But it is strange that men should not be willing to love Jesus Christ. And that no motive, no benefit, no excess of love can inspire them with the least sentiment of gratitude. We might perhaps be able to give some reasons why Jesus Christ should love men. There is work. He loves in them his own gifts. He loves himself in loving them. But can we have any reason for not loving Jesus Christ, for only loving him coldly, for sharing with anyone else our love for him? Speak ungrateful men, unfeeling men. Is there anything in him which repels you? Perhaps he's not done enough to merit your love. Let me pause on that. Let me stop right there. All good things come from Jesus. All good things come from the source. We find out in this book that the source of all blessings is the sacred heart of Jesus. Now, I'm not challenging you, the listener, per se, but just think, think just for just a moment. Think about all the good things that you have in your life. And you do. You have plenty of good things. We all do. Those things are from Jesus. Those things are from the sacred heart of Jesus. Whether you asked or not, that's where they came from. That's where these gifts have poured forth from. They may have come directly uh, you know, through, a, through a human being in some way, but but the origin of that blessing is coming forth from the sacred heart of Jesus. The other thing that I want to focus on right here, as a matter of fact, before I get into that, let, let me read to you what, I, what is in the Diary of Divine Mercy, which will echo these words, but this will be directly from the voice of Jesus. Diary of Divine Mercy, of course, is from 1925 to 1938. Jesus Christ appeared to St. Faustine in Poland. This message, again, fully improved, fully approved and embraced by the Catholic Church. And there is a very, there's a similarity between the Sacred Heart apparitions and the Divine Mercy apparitions, which of course, why wouldn't there be? We find out that the Sacred Heart is in fact mercy itself. The sacred heart is in fact divine mercy. We find that out in, of course, the diary of divine mercy. So let me read to you what is in this diary. And I flipped right to it here. It's page 165 of this diary. Diary Notation 367. Jesus says this, My heart overflows with great mercy for souls and especially for poor sinners. If only they could understand that I am the best of fathers to them and that it is for them that the blood and water flowed from my heart as from a fount overflowing with mercy. For them I dwell in the tabernacle is king of mercy. I desire to bestow my graces upon souls, but they do not want to accept them. You at least come to me as often as possible and take these graces they do not want to accept. In this way you will console my heart oh how indifferent are souls to so much goodness to so many proofs of love my heart drinks only of the ingratitude and forgetfulness of souls living in the world they have time for everything but they have no time to come to me for graces amen let us prioritize jesus when we prioritize jesus jesus prioritizes us he says that in the scripture In the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33, Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God and live righteously. And everything else will be given to you besides. We've all had experiences in our life where we've done something good for someone and we never received a simple thank you, a simple mention of gratitude. It just... We've all experienced that. Some of us more than others. Some of us less. We've all experienced it. How does that make you feel? And how it makes me feel? It makes me feel aggra- aggravated. Uh, many times if I do complain in my heart or out loud, I hear Jesus say something along the lines of, allow me to thank you. And the, and listen, Jesus is going to thank you, me, better than any human being can, right? doesn't change the fact that we get aggravated. At least I get aggravated. If I do something nice for somebody and they don't say thank you. Matter of fact, uh, there's a Seinfeld episode that we uh, there's a gentleman in the show. I, f- I forget his name in the show. He gives Jerry tickets to a hockey game. I think it is. Jerry takes his friend. He, Jer- Jerry calls the guy and he thanks him and he says, thank you so much for the for the tickets. It really means a lot. Then Jerry and his friend go. I forget which friend he takes. Then that's it. And the guy mentions on the phone when Jerry first calls him that he has extra tickets, that any time he wants to go, he'll let Jerry know, and, and Jerry can go to the game and, and enjoy the, this hockey game. But Jerry doesn't follow up with a thank you, the second thank you, if you will. And he, find, he says, well, I already thanked him. What do I have to thank him again for? Well, finally, it gets to the point where Jerry realizes that this gentleman is not giving him the additional tickets because he never received an additional thank you. So finally, Jerry caves and he calls the guy and he thanks him again. And what's the guy say? Oh, you know, I have the tickets. I just gave them away though. What's the point? The point is, is that people like to be thanked. We enjoy when people say thank you. Well, Jesus is, as we find out in the Diary of Our Mercy, God Man. He has, he has a. There's a. I'm not going to be able to explain it in human words, but he has an ability. He has the. He's God Man. He's the ability to be God, but also. Have feelings in the sense that we do where we can, he, we can empathize with the fact that our Lord has given so much to so many people. To, listen, I'm guilty of this too. We all are to some extent, right? Where Jesus has given us so much and we forget to be thankful. What do we do? We just move on with our day. We, we ask for the next gift. And it is so important to take that time and be grateful. So how do we resolve this? How do we reconcile this and be more grateful, be more appreciative? Well, from the human standpoint, we we understand what that means is to understand it, just to try to be more grateful. But truthfully, the the quickest and the most productive way, if we're going to be more grateful to Jesus and love him more and be more appreciative, do you know the answer to that? It's to ask him it's actually to ask him and I read the consecration prayer that the priest of the Sacred Heart of Jesus have written the priest from a priest of the Sacred Heart of Jesus right out of Wisconsin a holding book right here in my left hand the consecration prayer and I read this consecration prayer last week and I'm going to focus just on one line right now which ends up kind of ultimately taking it into the, It connects and is this magnificent segue into the next line. But I want to focus on this one line. That line is this. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I implore that I may ever love you more and more. Amen. Now, if you said that simple prayer, if you include that in your daily prayers, if you include that in your consecration prayer, which I made last week, you can listen to the message, you'll hear it you're going to become more grateful. You're going to love Jesus more. Because, well, why? Well, because Jesus says, asking you shall receive. And when we ask that prayer, Jesus will grant us the grace to be more appreciative, to have a sense of gratitude for all the gifts that we've been given. And when I asked you a few minutes ago to think about all the things in your life that you have to be grateful for, you may have had a list of, I don't know how many things, I have no idea. But whatever that list is, if you say that prayer that I just said, most sacred heart of Jesus, I implore that I may ever love you more and more. If you say that prayer every day, if you include that in your prayer, that list that you have will multiply because then you're going to remember way more thing. I'm going to be forgetful like Jesus is saying you're going to recall all these wonderful blessings that Jesus has bestowed upon you. And see, what else is going to happen is this. Jesus says, my love deceives no one. He says that in the Diet of Our Mercy. He is the ultimate truth teller. And remember this, as the book is written in the podcast, Jesus only speaks the truth. I said in the book, you know, humans, sometimes you hear humans say, oh, the truth hurts. I don't know. The truth heals. And Jesus is, in fact, the truth. Therefore, every word that comes forth from his mouth is the truth, and his words are healing. And this prayer will increase your love for Jesus, make you more appreciative. Jesus, I, I assure you, this prayer pleases Jesus greatly. And he and that's... So in other words, what I'm trying to say is the... I don't know if it's ironic, but the the interesting thing about this is in order to have more love for Jesus, the best way to do it is to ask him for that grace. Now... In a pragmatic way, I want to show you. I want to talk. I'd like to just mention very quickly what a great way to do this is in front of. I talked about it last week. I I don't want to speak too much about the same things I spoke about last week. But last week I talked about the the ideal situation is to make that prayer in front of a blessed image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. If you have an image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and it's not blessed, the Catechism of the Catholic Church Catechism. 1669 states that laypersons are able to administer certain blessings. What's that mean? A baptized Catholic can administer certain blessings. According to the divinemercy.org, that would mean you, me, or presuming you're a baptized Catholic, you have the ability to bless the image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I talked about this last week. So if you're not sure, it would be a good idea to say this prayer over that Sacred Heart of Jesus in your home or or if you don't print it from the computer, however way you have a prayer card, but an image of the sacred heart of Jesus, look at that sacred heart of Jesus and say this prayer, which which is taught on the divinemercy.org, specifically for lay people to bless images. Lord Jesus, humbly, I seek your holy blessing upon this image of your sacred heart. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. If you said that simple prayer, Jesus will hear that prayer. As mentioned, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which is guided by the Holy Spirit, gives you, me as a baptized Catholic, the authority to to bless the image of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Once that image is blessed, then say the consecration prayer, the prayer that I said last week, that consecration prayer. Say the litany of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. This book references the litany specifically. It's a great way to honor the Sacred Heart of Jesus. If you're not sure what the litany is, search it online. My point is this. Ultimately, you say that prayer specifically. In addition with the consecration prayer, I recommend saying the entire matter of fact, you know what? I'll just say the entire consecration prayer right now. You'll hear it and you'll understand what it is. Said it last week, but I'll say it again. Takes but a moment. We consecrate because Jesus said to consecrate to his sacred heart. What's consecration? It's a very special dedication. It is the key that unlocks the blessings of the sacred heart of Jesus. We find all that out in this book. And when we do that, the sacred heart of Jesus pours forth all kinds of blessings. So I want you to hear this prayer. Here's the consecration prayer written by by the priest of the sacred heart. I'm going to read it almost verbatim. Written by the priest of the sacred heart of Jesus. Lord Jesus, in your holy name, I ask this prayer. Merciful Jesus, with your grace and your permission, I consecrate myself today and always to your most sacred, merciful, joyous, generous, and miraculous heart, O Lord Jesus Christ. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I implore that I may ever love you more and more. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I trust in you. Most sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I believe in your love for me. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like your heart. Most sacred heart of Jesus, please bless me in every way possible. And at every moment of my life, most sacred heart of Jesus, please exalt me in every way possible and at every moment of my life. I thank you and I love you and I adore you. And with your grace, I consecrate myself to you. O sacred heart of Jesus. Amen. When you ask Jesus to increase the love, when you ask Jesus to increase your love for him, for his sacred heart, he will do so. And he will pour out more blessings upon you. And you're going to get an understanding with that consecration prayer. Specifically from that line, Most sacred heart of Jesus, I implore that I may ever love you more and more. Because you're, more, you're, 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 being, you're recalling all the great gifts. You're going to be given a grace of understanding that the love that the sacred heart of Jesus has for you, that Jesus has in his sacred heart for you, And that love, that that grace that Jesus is going to grant you is going to make you very happy. And as I said last week, the whole goal of this podcast, of the book, of the whole project is to make people happy. Most sacred heart of Jesus, I implore, That I may ever love you more and more. Amen. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Thank you for listening, supporting, and sharing. The Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.